weird. Welcome to Conscious Guys Get Laid More, episode 20. Andy's talking. 21. 21. Get laid more eventually. Eventually. Andy. Welcome. I, didn't, I wanted to push record because you were getting into good, juicy stuff. Good, juicy stuff. You applied for grad school. Yeah, I applied for grad school. I, if you watched the, the episode we did with the girls, you know I didn't get into my top choice this round, but we'll see about next year. Um, but I told my parents this past weekend that I was applying to grad school. Oh, so you didn't tell them before? Nope. No. They didn't know I, I wasn't working at Productive Learning anymore either. Ooh. Yeah. It's because you're a man. You do what you want. You don't do, do what I want. You don't need to ask permission <laughs> of your parents. Yeah, it just, I don't know what the whole deal was. Like, sometimes it feels like they feel a lot and then have a lot. I expect either a lot of judgment or a lot of opinion or a lot of, mm. a lot of stuff from them. And I wasn't ready for that. So I just kept it to myself. Oh, interesting. And so it was interesting when I shared that I was all of that. Plus I was applying to grad school, but my mom cried on the phone when I told her. That's nice. Or you think it's nice? What's the story you're spinning on it? I have a story. I have a story that is, uh, I'll just tell me your story. I'll tell you my story yeah. based off of the one sentence that I just heard right now. <laughs> <laughs> my story is that she was, she's proud of you. Oh, I'm sure. And so she's looking at <coughs> the kid that she, uh, she, created and brought into this world and now he's going out and pursuing his dreams yeah makes me cry <coughs> do you think you have covid yeah you want some <laughs> <laughs> no i do not think i have covid i think i do i just want to get it and get immune and walk around like like i got a shield on cocky wow. and everything cocky and everything start licking rails and stuff <laughs> anyway yeah so she cried she cried they did say they were proud of me so it was really cool why do you think she cried um that there's a lot of baggage there for me i think um and a lot of story that is totally mine i want to own that so mom if you ever listen to my podcast which i haven't told you about yeah <laughs> <laughs> tell her once we start making millions <laughs> And we've got Just over, go I don't know, 10 followers. <laughs> Amazing, loyal followers, by the way. Thank you, everyone. And Gail, thanks for saying hi to Cassie. She says hi back. Hey, Gail. Um, let's see. What, so you were saying, we? what, what was your story? Oh, my you, story. With all their baggage. <clears throat> yeah, there's like this. So my dad's got his PhD. Multiple, right? My brother has multiple. Oh, your brother has multiple. I thought your dad had two as well. No. I think he just has one. Okay. And uh, my brother's got his PhD, two PhDs, I think, and then his uh, medical degree. And I have a bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's this, uh, I'm not a Dr. Schaus like the rest of the men in my family. Ooh. So that's mine. And I'm like, mm, am I okay with that? Kind of, but wouldn't it be cool? Anyway, that's so that's part in there playing a playing a little role. Then there's um, my mom uh, went to college a couple of times and worked to get uh, a degree and work through some of the college stuff. And she's so brilliant and smart, like she's just so intuitive, really, really intelligent, and just 
kind of lost interest in like this, the way people taught, it wasn't the way she learned and shows she struggled a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so I think some of it, it has to do with that for her, like seeing her boys uh, go to school and succeed and be successful and have a chance that she didn't have. Yeah. Is, yeah. is kind of associated with that. Yeah. Um, and so part of it's like, is this, are you crying for me or are you crying for you or are you crying for all of it? And do I need to know? Probably not. And so that I have just this skepticism and I, and I, I have for a really long time. And I think this is what kind of has put a bit of a wedge between my mom's and my relationship is that I, I have this story that a lot of who she is and how she so shows up in her relationship with me is more about her than it is about me or us. And it makes me sad. Oh, does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So then, so if I understand you correctly, you're saying her crying, her tears were because she was reflecting on her life and her struggle in and out of getting into college and, and graduating out of college. And then she looks at you. And so there is some pride that that's my son achieving his dreams, going for his dreams. It also reminds me that here's what I didn't do or couldn't have done or something like that. Mm -hmm. I see. I see. And if it's both, and it probably is, right? Yeah, probably, probably is. Be some kind of, picture, yeah. I would assume. I mean, yeah. Cause I'm thinking about, I, I look at pictures. This is tangent. Well, this is my, my experience of, of that when you're talking about it is, is I look at pictures of little girls and their dads and then them achieving certain things. Like, the, do you remember a couple of years ago, there was this, that suit, I think it was a couple of years ago, there's that super badass Nike commercial, but it was all about women. Oh, what, no, what was it? Oh, it was Play Like a Girl. Do you remember that oh, one? Yeah. I remember it was that. like, I play like a girl. And I remember watching that. I can even feel it right now. I remember like watching that, like yeah. super inspired. And I feel like my muscles get all flared. Like, fuck yeah, dude. Chicks are awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I think of that now with Grace crawling. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this girl. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Uh, so, yeah, it's got to be a mix of all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Especially when, it, when you get to that point. I mean, because... It was really interesting. Cassie and I were talking about <laughs> the other day. We talked about get. Uh, wouldn't it be cool if we had an enormous windfall? If oh, we made, sure. if we won the three hundred and sixty million dollar lottery <laughs> and then walked away with two hundred and ten million, right? We took the cash out right now, two hundred and ten million dollars, and then we had the conversation of. What would we do? How would we do that? And not just like, what would we buy? We talked about that, like houses and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But it was more of what would the values be that we wanted to think about and, and, and live by mm -hmm. because we just entered a totally new stratosphere of life. That's just a different way of approaching life if, you're, if you've got $200 million in the bank. Right? Different set of resources. Different set of resources. And that's mm -hmm. a different life. And what I'm, this is connecting back to what you're saying. So this isn't just about me. Well, it is, but this is, <laughs> you're watching the time. I hear you. Okay. <laughs> we, never, we never watch our time. I know. <laughs> um, um, is we got to, what do we give grace? 
Yeah. How do, what do we give her where it's like, there's not even a question asked versus what does she have to earn? Because at $200 million, we could have multi-generations be set, right? Oh yeah. You should make her do like a a week retreat with surviving absolutely nothing. Or like a year on her own where she, she just has to figure this shit out. Throw her in the middle of Canada. Survival. Yeah. 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 Figure it out, bitch. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Then you get your inheritance. Here's a knife. (laughs) Here's two matches. (laughs) The drones flying over watching her. Sorry, that was totally not your story. But I like that story. (laughs) What were you thinking? I'll bring that to Cassie. So we just thought of different things about what that meant and what we'd give to our families versus if, you know, what we wouldn't want to give and how we'd want to spend it, what that. And part of it came to when we were thinking about grace was we would want her to be able to achieve more than what we achieved. Mm. And coupled with, I don't want her to go through life with this idea of a silver spoon in her mouth. Like it's like nothing matters to you because you can, or you can do whatever you want because like you can fuck over people because you have money and then you could just, you know, throw it in their face. Like that, that wouldn't work. So fucking over people just needs to be one of your core values. That's it. Don't fuck over people. (laughs) Yeah. That's probably, probably in there somewhere. Just it's just in the fine print where it's like, this is assumed, but for those idiots that need to like, know if I spill hot coffee on me, I'm going to burn myself probably. So anyway, that idea of what could we, how do we create a life where she can take what we have created and then up level herself, but she has to take responsibility for how, how, if she does it and mm-hmm. how she does it and whatnot. And we were talking about how, it would be so inspiring to be able to create that. Mm. And so then I'm reflecting on what you're saying about your mom. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I don't know her background and your dad's background, like your grandparents and where they came from. But yeah, I'm assuming your dad being a, a PhD and then your brother being a two PhD and your mom figuring out and doing whatever she did. Like, and then you and your brother being as successful as you are. I have to imagine they're they're probably very happy and to watch their kids take what they gave them mm. and make something of their lives. Yeah, yeah. You know. Oh, I'm sure that that's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for reflecting that because it that does get lost because the re- the reaction I was wanting i guess and didn't recognize that i wanted it <laughs> uh-huh. was just like excitement like uh, that is so yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. awesome yeah yeah way to go like Kinda this like is what really i cool. did i was like dude that's super cool and i'm a bit jealous <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but it was like crying and it's like wow like i get too that that is that that it, that is a reflection also of um my historical emotional set point is this heavy um I don't even know that it's sadness anymore, but it's, it's like this, this heaviness that just comes out in tears and rather than a, an excitement or elation kind of a thing. Or it is, is it excitement? It could be excitement and elation, but the expression of it is through tears. Through tears. It yeah. could be. Yeah. I mean, I noticed, especially, I mean, I've always been on the emotional side, but especially with Bodhi and then with Grace. Mm-hmm 
my freaking, if I like on a Richter scale, one to 10 or something, yeah. if my emotions get to a five, it doesn't matter what emotion it is. It's like, then they start to come out as tears. <laughs> I'm angry yeah, yeah. and I'm yeah. fucking crying. <laughs> I'm so happy that I'm crying. Yeah, yeah. That makes uh, sense. Oh, God. I want to go back to what you were saying, because the sure. funny thing is, I think about that a lot. Which one? The windfall? Yeah, the windfall thing. Yeah. I've thought about it since I was young. Oh, cool. Right? And, like, the first time I wanted to do something really big was when I was coaching water polo. Mm -hmm. I wanted to build this Olympic. Oh, right. Pool area yeah, yeah. for the kids because the, the pool we had was shit. It had a shallow end. We were like the laughing stock of the division. It was oh, like is that ridiculous. not cool to have a shallow end? No, not for water polo. Not cool. Not oh. cool. Because oh, that means had on one water polo. Yeah, you had a shallow end for water. So, you so people stood. are stood. <laughs> <laughs> so I could play that one. Yeah. Well, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to like move. To, it's just fucking weird. But you had to fake that you were swimming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You got good at it too. Because <laughs> you would get called on it all the time. The only person that could stand was the goalie, but then the goal got like three or four feet taller. Oh. It was just weird. It was sad. Wild. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, you you had a dream of creating an Olympic swimming pool. And so like the only way that I could see being able to do that was if I won the lottery. So I would hope and dream and wish, like, oh, I wish I could win the lottery, because this is one of the things that I would do is create that. Mm. It's mm. really funny, but so that was me trying to relate to you and totally. imagining the, the windfall. And I've done it multiple times. I was thinking about it the other day and I was driving and I'm like, man, you know, I wonder like, had I had, um, like had my family had more resources and like was able to move to orange County early mm -hmm. and, and get out of Riverside, what my life would be like. And then I started thinking about you and your, your parents and, mm -hmm having that job and then thinking about you and your car, that Subaru that you had for, I don't even know how long. I think you had it in college, right? The, the hell bitch. The yeah. hell bitch. Yeah. And then you had it like for the first few years that I knew you at, at Productive Learning. Yeah. It's just like forever, this piece of shit car yeah. that was just destroyed. Like Love that thing. So what, what was coming to mind about that was, what did your parents do to make sure that you didn't turn out like a, an <laughs> asshole? Even though, like, I'm sure that the... I still am a little bit of the, an asshole. <laughs> well, yeah, I think you're kind of an asshole sometimes. But I don't think you intentionally do it. I think you're just, I don't know. It just naturally comes great. out. I just naturally show up as an asshole sometimes. I'm an asshole too. Doesn't matter. So your question though, I'm... I'm so I'm like, like I'm, I'm imagining, like, what did, what did, what was it? What were the values instilled by your parents? Mm. Mom, dad, even grandparents or your family to you huh. to to have that kind of thing and i like getting a car yeah. was huge for me yeah yeah like uh my grandma gave me my first car nice 1978 honda civic yeah tiniest car in the world i got it when i was 18 was it two-door it was a two-door yeah. hatchback it was yellow. Oh, hatchback. Yeah. Nice. It was crazy. I put speakers in it. I put a stereo Do you have any in pictures it. pictures of this thing? I will find pictures. Find pictures. I want to see this thing. Post Especially it with you on it. With your with your uh with your marijuana pots uh earrings that she used to have. <laughs> That's very funny. That's right. You remember that shit? I did. That's, That's funny. So funny. Yeah. Uh that's so, so good. Like my the, the values that I would get from yeah. my family yeah, yeah. were a lot around feminism, a lot around mm. um, like people with money are 
Like it's it's hard to like people with money are bad. Bad people. Yep. And it it's not money money. It's not like one percenters only. It's like anybody that had more money than us. us. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean it felt that way. Yeah. That's what I took away. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And so like it would be a struggle then to have money and not be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. My, what was, what I always found semi answering your question. Yeah. um, What I found interesting only once I began working for productive learning. So this is 2010 and after is that my parents didn't instill values by way of stating these are our values. Mm -hmm. And that didn't seem strange growing up. We just did what we just went through life. But when I became familiar with what productive learning did and what my dad at that point had been doing for 20 years with productive learning and then another 10 years prior, so for 30 years before I was even born mm. in this world of personal development, it, w- it then seems strange to me that we didn't have a code of conduct and value family code of arms with a motto yeah (laughs) um or mission statements or talk about how thoughts and feelings are things and blah 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 then that my and i remember asking him about it and he said there's you could do it multiple ways and he knows that there's different families that do he believed that you learn more or better like more in depth with just living it out being around to, it, yeah, being around, being exposed to it, exactly. having experiences, exactly. Rather than, just yeah. a verbal, here's our value, but then you do whatever you do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, sometimes those don't align because then those don't align. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he was. So when when I when I understood that that was his philosophy, is just learn by doing. Um, I I did that same kind of reflection on like what what were the values that they just demonstrated by the way of how they showed up mm. and my dad's and then gr- my grandpa Linden. So this lineage of Linden's are, they are hard workers mm. and they take probably too much responsibility, meaning mm. they could have other people do certain things for them, but they won't ask or they won't delegate. They'll take that on. And then they're, they take on that responsibility and that burden because they have a, I, you got to work hard for, for your living. You've got to work hard for what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's that infused coupled with my mom's uh, probably main value. I think that would be my dad's lineage main value. And then I think my mom's main value is around family. Family is first. You do anything for the family. You show up for the family it's it's that it's that stereotypical you know Italian family feast. Everyone's around. Your cousins are there. Your aunties and uncles are there. Your mom and dad and grandparents are there. Like it's just there's family, 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 and that's that's it. Then a far second place is friends mm. and the outside people. But that's wow. a, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's out. That's there. a distance to cover. It's a distance, right? Yeah. Whereas my dad's not that way. My dad's family is as well but he's much more on the social side of things my mom is like if she just was around family all day she's good she's good wow. so those two things were, were ones that were demonstrated now there's also flip you know the, the flip side of the coin for those as well like my mom's has insecurities around 
being in public and, and stating this is what I want, this is what I like, mm. when it's not her family. Mm. And I hold a lot of those insecurities myself. And then mm -hmm. my dad taking too much responsibility and not creating structure support for people to help him to create the his dreams. Like he did a great job with creating a, a little business. Um, but then the business only got to what it could get to. Is it because he created the lifestyle that he wanted? Yes. But is it also because maybe he didn't, he just didn't see beyond taking on all of the workload that the workload of the Lindens always took on. Mm. I think so. And I look at myself and look at my own inabilities to see different routes of being a leader mm. that are just blind spots to me. Like I just don't think of ask them, do this. How do we create structure for them to go and help succeed on this thing that we all want? I just don't, it doesn't occur to me or as I get insecure with showing up that way. So. Wow. That's pretty big, dude. So I think those are different ones that they showed me, at least the values that they demonstrated. As far as my first car, my first car was a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Oh, I think you told me that one. Yeah, Jeep Grand Cherokee had leather seats. Ooh. Yeah, it felt fucking good. Where'd you get it? Taylor and I got it. So it was, it was our car, but she was scared to drive it. She didn't, <laughs> she didn't like driving. She's not a very spatial person, like spatial oh, really? motor oh, skills man. and whatnot. Or just, that's not her forte. Whereas I'm like athletic, I can move me into any kind of position or thing i can do it it's not her forte so she was always scared so it was our car but it was my car <laughs> but it was one of those i mean uh, who didn't have this but this was one of those ones where in high school whenever you turned it on the fucking belts would just scream mm, and you'd be the guy yeah just like Oh, nobody's looking, right? Nobody's looking. Okay, okay. It's, you know, it warmed up enough. <laughs> you start to rev the engine itself, Lila, get it, get it moving oh, faster. Come on, warm up, warm up, warm up. Oh, God. Yeah, I remember that shit. Yep, yep. Nice. And then I bought the Subaru. Actually, what happened was I couldn't afford the Subaru, mm -hmm. but I, I really needed a car for the jobs that I was doing at college. And so I made my dad a deal that uh, if he, I, I think I put in $2,000 and he put in 12 or 13 or whatever it was. Uh -huh. And then I um, told him, I'd pay him back over the years. And it was something ridiculous. I can't remember, but it was like, it was like a hundred dollars a month yeah, or like 50 or a hundred dollars a month. And so it was going to take 50 years to, to pay off. <laughs> and I think eventually, I think it was a birthday, like five or six years Released later. From your he said, he said, how about, how about your birthday present is you don't have to keep paying me. Cause I think I got up to like 5,000 at that point. So I had another 10. He's like, how about you just, we just cleared that debt. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. That was the hell bitch. Nice. Yeah, the first one was called Chief, the Grand Cherokee Chief, right? Mm. And, then, and then there was Hell Bitch, was the Black Subaru. And then there's Gandalf, the Gray. Yeah. That's the Great Tacoma. And now it's going to be some van. Now it's going to be some van. Yep. Cassie's, call, Cassie's car is called Pearl. Mm. I don't know why. Nice. She thinks it's shiny like a pearl or something. Yeah. It's not as cool of a name as Gandalf. Well, Pearl always means clitoris to me, so. Is that right? Yeah. You know a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I 
also think I know a lot, yeah. <laughs> which isn't always true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you think the values were that you grew up with? Did your parents state values to you? Like, we have a value around honesty. No. no. What do no. you think they demonstrated by their nature? Oh, that's such a great question. Um, I think the values I came away with, I'm trying to see if they align with what I think they demonstrated. Um, hmm. I, I picked up love somewhere and I'm pretty sure it was, was home. Like my dad would always be there. Like all my games, all take me to, like if I needed to be somewhere, a doctor's appointment, whatever, he would, he would do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many trips to the urgent care that we did. Even in the same night, we went back three times. I remember one night. It was one of the worst nights ever. For you? Yeah. Jesus, what happened to you? Asthma. Like my God asthma damn, was, dude. I would get shots of adrenaline in my ass. And I one night walked back out into the parking lot after being there for the second time. And I'm shaking from the you adrenaline. Oh, okay. And and then within, as soon as we walked to the car, I couldn't breathe again. Fuck. It was horrible. And my dad was up. I mean, that's at like midnight, one o'clock in the morning, two yeah, o'clock yeah. in the morning. It was horrible. Ugh. But that's what I remember is that no matter how bad shit got, my dad was always there. That's uh, if you want to call that love, I, I totally, that's a, that's a great word for it. You definitely demonstrate that you show mm. up no matter what. I mean, how many times have you gone over to Mark's house to help him build something or my house to help me build something or, mm. You showed up on random weekends for workshops yeah. Uh, or you and I hanging at the office <clears throat> late into the afternoon, the evening, because we figured out we needed to adjust our CRM system coding. And then we got to just do a bunch of grunt work and whatnot. You just show up. You're yeah. there. You are a there. I'm a, I'm a there kind of person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And my experience of it, by the way, is... It feels so good. It feels it so good to have somebody just, I'm there. Whether they do something or not something, they don't do something. It's like, that's completely beside the point. And by the way, you, you show up and you typically, you always do something, which is great. But just the fact of being there, mm. it's just a, it's such a comforting feeling. You know, my brother had said something, like he took a workshop a little while ago and somebody asked him like, because my brother and I hadn't talked for, what, 13 years? I know, it's crazy. I know you guys are, like, talking all the time. Yeah, and, but he came to a workshop, and one of, our, one of my friends asked him, you know, what's it like hanging out with your brother again? And he's like, you know, I forgot. I'm going to cry right now. <laughs> he said, um, it's like no time has passed. Mm-hmm. And... Whenever Andy's around, I get this sense, like, I don't have to worry about anything. Mm. I don't have to worry about anything at all. Mm. And it's just like, I didn't understand exactly what he meant, mm. but what you just said, mm. that, that ties into that. Thought. Yeah. It's big. Mm. It's such a great feeling. 
it just feels like there's a safety net under everything that you do. It's like you still have to go do whatever it is, but oh yeah, you could you could fall off the you know the ropes course, and but you're just gonna fall into the net that's right underneath it. So so go do it. That's what it feels like. Go do it. That's why I asked you to uh, come over and help me build the fence. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I totally get what I need to do, and I'm just so scared of doing it. And then you're Mm. you're just gonna stand there like, yeah, of course you're gonna dig the hole just like you think about you're supposed to do. And then of course you gotta drill the thing right there. And it's like, ah, thanks for just (laughs) reassuring me and being the safety net. It's fantastic. That's funny. You forgot you're gonna help me do that, didn't you? Because you said you're gonna do it today, and you don't look like you're in workout clothes. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I, I fucked that one up. <laughs> uh, better okay. start making a list. Start making a list. <laughs> okay, so that was one. Your dad showing up. Yeah, just showing up. What do you do? Is there another one that comes to mind? Of what what values that your parents just demonstrated by their natural way of being? A main one from your mom, maybe. Yeah. Um, is, you, is your mom where you got feminism from? Yeah, big time. Big time. She 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 sees so much injustice in the world, and um, and gets so uh, affected by it, mm-hmm. and has. It's it's more of an emotional uh, effect than it is like a, a logical one. It's not like she has a plan and, and knows what would be better, but it's just more of a like a, a sorrow for the pain that all these things happen. Mm. And to to be able to have that kind of compassion and and empathy, I think I've definitely picked up um, from her. And she does it with people and individuals. It's 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 been kind of almost um, like she would be thinking about someone. Like she would just randomly mention somebody's name or whatever, mm-hmm. and then like ten minutes later they would call. Like just kind of you know interesting. Like she would just pick up on energy, pick up on people, like get images of them in her in her mind, and yeah. just be be connected on a different level i think and i i've always um admired that about her mm. interesting interesting so then where do you think where what what did that then instill on you do you think i think there's a, a <laughs> level of empathy that i have that's pretty heightened um and then just a little a level of compassion <laughs> that um i get an attitude about and this is one of the things that I'm working on, I think, is like I I can feel like the the empathy is there. I, I can understand how people are feeling, what they're feeling, and it just can be really overwhelming. And then there's a damn, I wish you could be different that sneaks in there. And I think I get that from some of the messages I grew up with at home too. So, but that wasn't the value. That wasn't the value. That's not the value. Yeah. So you're. So let me let me make sure that I follow. Yeah, yeah. Because I was on I was on a roll, and then you took a hard Sorry. left. That's okay. So you were saying, mom had empathy mm-hmm. for people, individ- individuals, and for 
groups of people yeah. and her care and concern, yeah. empathy for them. Yeah. You have that too. You look mm-hmm. at the world and you get an emotional hit when you're looking at people trying to flee Afghanistan and COVID oh, yeah. numbers going oh, yeah. up and down and, and, and blah, blah, blah. Black Lives Matter. Wonderful things matter. too. Wonderful yeah. Things, good All things, bad it. things, whatever. Yeah. You get a big, a big hit and maybe even on a, on the bigger side of, comparable to other people mm-hmm. and that's that's mom yeah that's mom then you're just throwing it as other piece i am there's another piece of sorry. knowledge uh, of woe is me i yeah okay, okay. <laughs> don't need to go there yeah we there's also there? a rebelliousness my mom was a fucking rebel oh really yeah yeah I only met her that one time. I only met her that the time that her and your dad and I think it's your aunt. Is yeah, your yeah. Aunt? Your aunt mm-hmm. came and did uh, Beyond Reasons. Beyond Reasons, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was cool. That was they had a good time. But yeah, so there's this. Um, so like I just saw, like you mentioned Nike earlier, and one of the um, one of the athletes in the in the Tokyo Olympics, a runner. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know the whole situation, but basically she had a, a C-section and and a scar. And the Nike ended her contract Why? with her because of the scar, like her as a model and, and representing the shoes wasn't, they were no longer a fit or something. Why is her belly being shown for shoes? Exactly. <laughs> and so she started her own brand and did her own thing. And it's just like, this, fuck it? you. Oh yeah. Okay. And so it's like, yeah, I dig that. I'm super attracted to that kind of rebelliousness and do it anyways. Fuck. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome to me. Well, I want to know who this is. So she's a, she's a Japanese. No, athlete? no, she's an American oh, she's athlete. American. She's oh, she a, just was in Tokyo for the Olympics. I yeah, I just started following her on Instagram. Maybe I'll run across her as we're looking. But yeah, so that's that's another thing. Is oh look, you're gonna you're about to post something on Conscious Guys uh, Instagram. Like everybody else should be following. You heard me. We're all out there. <laughs> conscious, conscious guys, guys on conscious Instagram. Guys. That's right. We're badass. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Anyway, post it. Cool. Yeah, post about it. She's cool on uh, on Instagram. Ooh, that's what we should post about. Let's see if we can find posts that represent those four values that we just went through. Two of mine and two of yours. Ooh, so I had, okay. Mine was about family and hard work, and yours was about empathy and, and showing up and showing up. Fuck yeah. Okay. And then we'll see if if our followers can point at their the, the values that were passed down to them that oh. they can see if they were how they were passed down to them generationally. That would be a great exercise we could include in our in our free thing on core values that we're putting together. Oh yeah, that would be amazing. Like historical values that they they oh, that'd be really interesting. They represent now from their history. Let's freaking finish that. Let's do that. So that these listeners can get a little taste of us. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes our episode today. <laughs> I think we're done. Uh, all right. That was cool. That was good. That was a good episode. That was really awesome, that dude. That was really awesome. All I could think of is that. That stupid TikTok I sent you about the X-rated waffles in Toronto. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <The> penis waffles! <laughs> that have all that sugary cream going down the side. Jeez. Oh, the I hope you guys get laid more and have a lot of fun. Enjoy your values. Bye bye. <laughs> have fun. Just degrading rapidly. <laughs> <laughs>